Hey everybody, we have a new sponsor and a special deal for our listeners of Karen Isn't Always Right. If you have any photos or documents that you need to scan, or videotapes, audio tapes, or film reels that you need to import, you should check out avgearguy.com. If you mention the name, Karen Isn't Always Right, when you order, you're going to get 5% off and a portion of your order is going to help support the podcast, Karen Isn't Always Right. All of those formats degrade over time and are sitting ducks in the case of fire or theft. Why not convert it all to digital? All your memories can be stored safely on the cloud or even a hard drive that fits in your pocket. AV Gear Guy has over 30 years of experience with all kinds of media and they can accept orders from anywhere in the U.S. Don't forget to mention the name of Karen Isn't Always Right and get 5% off. For more details and to book, visit their website at avgearguy.com. That's avgearguy.com. Hey friends, it's Christopher here with another episode of Karen Isn't Always Right. Today we've got Gretchen coming on the show, and Gretchen I know all the way back from high school, which uh, is the better part of, well, a long-ass time. Um, Gretchen and I have kept in touch over the years, and coincidentally she lives not too far away, so we were were able to connect, sit down and talk for a little bit, and it came up because uh, she had posted a little thing on Facebook about how she had admittedly been a Karen herself, Um, and really it turned out to be not all that bad. Uh, but it was nice of her to come on and, and share her perspective about why it happened, as well as to share her own uh, insights into um, what she does at her job and, and some of the difficulties and challenges that she encounters. So, uh, at a good time, and I hope you guys enjoy this one. How's it going? It's going great. Good. Tell us who you are. Uh, my name is Gretchen Lynch, and um, I'm an old friend of yours from high school. Yeah, we've known yeah. each other a long, long time. Long huh? time, yeah. But this is actually the, well, really, the second time in one week that we've seen each other since high school. Right? I know. Yeah. It's been like, um, it's like 25 years. 25 years, and yeah. I've seen you twice in a week. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and by the way, you're invited to my friend's Super Bowl party. Oh, thank we're, you. we're co-hosting a Super Bowl party up in the mountains. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. Um, so I'll send you an invite. And, yeah, you know, thank you. No obligation, but you guys are definitely welcome to come. We're uh, having a million people over at right. our house. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. I figured, hey, no problem. Um, it, it's funny because it got away from me because um, he's one of my best friends. We went to Shimish and South together oh, sure. before I went over to North. Yeah. And um, and then his wife just sort of ran with it. And she's like, you guys are co-hosting a party. And I was like, well, <laughs> shit. All right. Yeah. I guess we all are. right. Guess so. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, reached out to you about this because you, and I hope you don't mind me putting you on the spot, but you would post a Facebook Post uh, yes. about how you had had a, a Karen moment at America's Furniture Warehouse. Is yes, that right? yeah. I I was the Karen. Uh oh. And um, I posted that because um, that's very unlike me to be a Karen. Yeah. Um, but and I was surprised that I did it yeah. because I've never, you know, usually I just I'm pretty laid back, so I kind of let things. Slide yeah, and yeah. you seem pretty mellow to me. Yeah, yeah, I try not to get too worked up about stuff. And um, so, what happened? This well, so my husband and I um, we remodeled our house, fun middle aged stuff, uh-huh. yeah. and um, we redid our downstairs. And so, we needed a new couch. So, he and the kids uh, went 
um, beforehand and they were, a lady was helping them. Um, and you know, we don't like to be surrounded when we're trying to pick stuff out sure. or whatever. So this, this gal, like she backed off, you know, here's my name. Whenever you see something you like and want to talk about it, let me know. Let me know. Yeah. So I get to the store and meet them and we're looking around and, um, Jason, my husband said that, uh, uh, you know, this lady was helping us. And so then another, a different sales associate came up. Okay. And so we told her, oh, thank you, you know, but such and such, I don't, I can't remember her name, you know, Anne is helping us. And um, this, this new gal just would not leave us alone. Like she just would not back off. You know, we told her several several times, mm-hmm. you know, we're already being helped. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and, you know, she's just like a vulture. Yeah. So um, she ended up, she had stepped on the toes of the, the gal that was originally helping us and ended up making the sales commission. Ooh. And that's what pissed me off. Yeah. So that's why I carined. So what is, when you cared, what happened? Walk us through that. Um, I, uh, well, it's funny. I don't mean to get too detail oriented, but this, this gal that, you know, bolstered in, um, she ended up totally fucking up our order. Um, it was like, Fifteen hundred dollars more than it was supposed to have been, and so she just didn't know what she was doing. Mm. So she ended up having to get the girl who was helping us originally to like put in the process. Yeah, like figure it out. And so um, when it was all over with, I asked the the gal that um, was originally helping us. You know, like, did you make? money off of this and she's like no but it's okay and I was like it's no okay. it's not fucking okay <laughs> yeah. so um, I went up to the service desk and was like can I please speak to the manager did you say I want to talk to the <laughs> yes, manager yes I said I need to talk to the manager <laughs> I said that and then um, you know he came out and I just told him what happened and yeah. I was like I don't mean to be one, one of those person, people yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, it just really bothered me because, you know, people have kids and, you know, they're working to make ends meet Mm -hmm. and she definitely should have, you know, spent a lot of money Mm -hmm. there. So she definitely should have made that commission. So what did the manager say? Um, He was just like, oh... You know, Jake Jabs, is that his name? Yeah, no, yeah, the owner's yeah. house guy. He would he would he wouldn't want his employees to be doing things like that, so we'll There's let her know. Hi Ashley. Hi. I'm guessing you're not we are. <laughs> That's Rocky, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Uh, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. So, Jake? Yeah, so he, he uh, the manager said that Jake Jabs wouldn't want his employees to be 
doing things like that. So, okay. so I just wanted you to know. Okay. So are they going to fix it? Do, do you think that they went back and they're going to like adjust that at all? I don't know. I don't mm. know. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It doesn't sound too Karen-y, you know, from, in the realm of things. It's not like you, I don't think you sounded unreasonable in the situation. No, I mean, but I don't really think I'm an unreasonable person. No, sure. You know, I just, I feel like Karens are, you know, they're constantly bitching about something. Hold on. Hey. They're constantly bitching. You know, it's like they make make it a point to find something wrong sure, with yeah. every situation that they yeah. they go into so well the stereotypical stereotypical karen really should should bitch to her hairstylist you know, right not everybody <laughs> but in this situation like usually my experience is with a what i would consider a true karen because i don't consider you this uh, is, thank you you're welcome <laughs> is the the totally unreasonable irrational right. could be man or woman really right. we just had to give it a name so yeah, i didn't absolutely. create the meme i just roll with it right but like you know it's the lady who comes up and starts wigging out you know irrationally totally. and 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 regardless of uh the the employee's emotion you know emotional situation and like abilities and things like that right you know, it's terrible what i see some of my customers do to want to my employees sometimes is just terrible it's they should be embarrassed for it honestly and you know i sometimes see customers standing behind the Karen right. who calls them out on that shit. I've called people out on that shit. Right, good for you. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you, you know, how you deal with Karens, you know, that are out of, completely out of line yeah. and have no ground to stand on. It's uh, it's challenging because, you know, as a general manager, you're, you're sort of in this between a rock and a hard place right. with it because mm -hmm. you want to be able to, you want to back up your employees, mm -hmm. but you have a directive from above to also make sure that all your customers leave happy. Right. And so you have to, you have to find that. You have to be able to identify that moment where you can de-escalate the situation, sure. even when they're being irrational, because you know how it goes. Like, you're married. Yep. Have you ever told your husband to calm down? Yes. How's that go over? Or vice versa, has your husband ever told you to calm down? Yes. Does it go over real well? Not really. No, no. not even a little bit, right? <laughs> not even a little so bit. So imagine telling a customer. I mean, obviously, there's there's different euphemisms you can use to right. tell somebody to calm the fuck down, but... Calm your tits. <laughs> yeah. I like that's one of my Calm favorite Calm your tits, ones. I love that. Um, <laughs> so usually what I'll do, you know, if, if it's me, I'll... You know, if they're if they're yelling and screaming and mm -hmm. stuff like that, I what I'll try to do is I'll try to make a determination as to are they are they just yelling or are they yelling at me? Right, right. If they're yelling at me, then or cussing at me, mm -hmm. as opposed to just like ah, oh, this is fucking bullshit. Right. There's a difference in my opinion, and so if it's all directed at me or if it's directed at an employer, manager, or whatever, then we'll say you know what, we're here to help. Right. I'm happy to listen. I'm happy to help you out. But let's we're gonna need to we're gonna need to settle things down a little right. bit before we can continue. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. And you just try to you just try to maintain, you know, an easygoing, easygoing body language. Right. Try to stay open to it. Try to smile without looking like the Joker. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Um, and do everything you can to really like de escalate that that situation. Absolutely. So, yeah. I got an email actually from someone mm -hmm. yesterday. That I don't know. This is all as I've been trying to ramp up the social media for this sure, podcast. This sure. woman reached out to me, and she is a 
um, a manager, like a guest service manager at a children's museum. Okay. And one of the things she asked me was, what would you do, you know, when you've got two different moms who are ready to go at it with each other because, you know, one of the kids was, you know, getting in the way of another kid or whatever, and then suddenly it turns into this big thing. And I think she threw racism in there, too. Oh, my God. We get the racist stuff a lot. Do you really? Yeah. In fact, funny enough, I have have several managers of color, and... Um, they're the ones that typically get accused of it from someone of, you know, of color as well. And it's like, you know, like the man, this one manager in particular, he's like, uh, you know, I'm black too, right? You know, (laughs) what are we doing here? Right. Absolutely. (laughs) And that's a, it's a, that's a really touchy thing in today's world. Oh, absolutely. Um, Especially, you know, in a movie theater, like I've seen, uh, other chains that I don't work for right now. Uh, that have hit the news and just had super bad PR because of that particular kind of stuff. Right. It's super tough. It yeah. is super tough. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's your Karen moment. That's not too bad. I don't think you need well, to be too embarrassed by it. I know, but I just, you know, like I said, I just don't do stuff like that. You know, that I've never, I just, that's not me. Yeah. So it just felt, I felt very much out of my element. Were you embarrassed? I was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, so Jason and the kids left um, before I Karen. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> so I they didn't see this shit go down. No, he didn't. He Did didn't he know it was going to go down? No. Okay. okay. No. Um, so I, you know, I got home and I told him what happened. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Because, you know, he was like, oh, God, I'm so glad I wasn't there. It can be so, embarrassing for the yeah, other person, too. I know, you know? I know. I've had so many times where we're de- I'm dealing with a Karen, and either their their friend or their significant other is standing next to her, or a kid yes. is standing next to him, and they're just like, like oh, I know. you know, like, covering their eyes. Up. like, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I just want to get out of this situation. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, I get really embarrassed very easily as well. So sure. if somebody around me is doing something like that, I'm like, I got to go. Yeah, totally. I'll be outside. Calm your tits. <laughs> <laughs> but there's moments. I've had a Karen moment as well. It's yeah. been it's been a pretty long time, but and this is super embarrassing. But since you shared right. what you consider right. the embarrassing, I don't think you need to be embarrassed. Wow. But uh, I was at Worlds of Fun. Oh God! Long, long time ago. I think I would I would have been like 18, maybe 19, somewhere around, maybe a little older. I don't know, somewhere mm-hmm. around that age. Um, but uh, I was. Um, with Ryan Bacon, I don't know if you remember him, and his sister, and another person, I can't remember who, and so we were all there, kind of like, it was a date sort of situation, sure, sure. and uh, so we were all hanging out there, and you know how they sell the turkey legs? Yeah. They're, right, those are amazing, right? Yes. And that's like a, you know, a staple of an amazement of fun. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, World <laughs> of Fun is like an Elitch's or... It's a World of a Fun. cheap Disney. Yeah. Yes, it's a cheap um, Disney. So we go, I, try, I want to go get a turkey leg, and the dude's like, hey man, we're, we're sold out right now, but we'll have some in about an hour. Okay. And I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll be back in about an hour. Now I'm really excited about this turkey right, leg. Like, right. I can taste it. It's on your radar. Mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I'm super, super excited about this, looking forward to it. So we went and did some stuff, and we came back about 50 minutes later. I came back a little early so I could make sure 
that I was going to get a turkey leg. And when I get back there, the guy's like, oh, man, we already sold out again. And I lost (sighs) my fucking mind. (laughs) Look, at that age, I had a lot of issues. Oh, God, we all did. Everything was a big deal, man. blew up on this guy. And I feel like, in retrospect, looking back on this, I mean, this is 25 years ago or maybe, you know. And I'm looking back on this, and it was just... I feel so bad for the people that were with me because they were trying to calm me down. They're like, dude, right. relax about it. Right. Calm your tits, calm as you like to tits. say. And, uh, and this is all over a dumbass turkey leg and yeah. I'm blowing up on this guy and I feel so bad because if I knew who that guy was, I swear to God, I would go apologize to him. Right. And maybe if, you're if I'm lucky. Chris is sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe I'll get lucky in this right. guy here and be like, that motherfucker. That motherfucker. Where are you living, bitch? Totally, totally. <laughs> so that was my care moment. Yeah, yeah. So, Segue into your into your job. You're yes. in, you're in customer service, yes. right? What do you sure what do you do? So I work for um, a telecommunications business. Um, it's kind of it's very complex, but we use like multimedia for um, you know like government officials, sports teams to have like these these uh, town hall telephone town hall conferences. Okay, so. Um, that's just that's the main thing that we do but we have a lot of clients and um, you know the the customer care team department we're the face of the company mm-hmm. and everybody you know filters their questions and concerns through us and so you know it, it's a lot of um, mm-hmm. you know we can never be we never like want to apologize and like say that it's our fault that anything happens. So, you know, it's like, um, very specific wording, mm. you know, and you're trying, trying to, to deflect. Yeah. Oh, deflect <laughs> and, and, um, help and, you know, thank you so much for reaching out. Mm-hmm. We're so, I understand. I understand yeah. <laughs> your concerns. Yeah. You know, we'll have such and such follow up with you. Lots and lots of so, empathy. Yes, yeah. lots of empathy. Yeah. So, so how long have you been doing that? Um, I've been doing this about, actually it's been about a year. Okay. Do you so, like it? I do. Okay. I do. I, um, it's fast paced. So the, the days go by quickly. And um, I love the people that I work with. That's good. They're amazing. That's good. Yeah. So are you, do you, you're feeling phone calls or you're clickety-clack like on the, on the computer or both? Both. Okay. Both. Um, mainly computer. So, okay. um, but yeah, some of the stuff people, you know, get upset about. So, so tell us about some of this. Well, you know, just like if, um, of, you know, these, these clients will have lists of like, hundreds of thousands of people that they call and like if somebody didn't get the phone call that wanted to be called you know why was that phone number not called and then we have to dig in and find out what happened and it's usually their fault because they didn't provide the number to us Mm -hmm. and so it's just very um you know like I said we just have to find creative ways of telling people that they screwed up, screwed up, yeah. and it's not our fucking fault. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's a tough thing to do, right? It to, is. To it really, somehow really creatively is. tell someone, uh, "You're fucking wrong." Exactly, and I had to do that. I worked. I was a contractor for the EPA for many years, and mm-hmm. we had to do that as well. You know, we never, if something 
didn't happen that, you know, specifically uh, if something was, was missed or something, we could never, we were never supposed to apologize and say, oh, that was our fault. You Is know? that because of liability reasons? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's tough. Like in my in my industry, that's all we do. Right. <laughs> we just right. grovel yeah. like motherfuckers, you know. Yeah. And, and it's it's a bitch because the moment you even <coughs> imply that that they made the mistake, mm-hmm. get ready. Oh yeah. Get ready. They get yeah. yes. Like we have people. One a common <clears throat> thing is there's there's two locations for my company in the same town right okay and so we're very easily confused when buying when they're buying tickets online mm-hmm. and so they'll frequently intend to come to my theater and then buy tickets for the other one and then right. they show up you know with their little qr code and we you know like, won't sorry. bring up the tickets we're like yeah you Wrong bought tickets theater. for the other theater yeah. and like this is bullshit mm-hmm. you know and they start getting mad at you and you're like, like it's, how is this my fault <laughs> exactly yeah but you can't you can't tell someone that. Right. So you have to like get creative, and yes. it's and it's all about like one of the things I hear very frequently from my supervisor is figure out a way to not use the word no. Right. You know what I mean. Exactly. Always find a way to say yes. Always yep. figure out how you can resolve the situation. Yep. Don't ever say no. Don't ever say I can't do that. Yes. And so, which is fine. I have no problem with that. It's right. very difficult to do though. Challenging to do when someone's screaming at you. Right about a mistake they made and you're trying to fix it it gets even worse too because my location has uh very few seats it's a recliner theater oh, okay. and so sure. you know there's only like 800 seats in the building so we sell out movies really really fast right. and so if they bought tickets for the other theater and then they came to mine and it's a busy movie right they're kind of sol screwed, you know yeah. and so that makes it even worse uh, uh yeah it's yeah. you can you can never say no. It's mm-hmm. like a yes, yes, yes world. Yeah. So. so do people get mad at you when you when you don't apologize? Um, if it was, let's say it was actually an error on your all's part. Sure. Um, well, usually when it gets to that point, I get my manager. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How nice for you to yes, be able to do isn't that. that nice? <laughs> and, and she'll usually take care of it. She has you know, the mad skills of, of being able to, um, explain things mm-hmm. to, to kind of take the pressure off of us. Hey, do you, are you there when that happens? Um, yes, okay. I am. Um, so what do you see, what have you observed your manager do to kind of deescalate things? Uh, are there just, any tips and tricks that you can share? Um, you know, definitely listening, and I understand, and, you know, we want this to be a good experience for you. Um, is there, do you have any recommendations? Mm-hmm. You know, is there any way we can assist you to, to uh, resolve the issue resolve the issue, and to adhere to your goals? Uh, um, you know, just... It's language, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough sometimes, I think, to, you know, you want to say all those things and you and you want to be genuine about it, right. but it's it, sometimes it can be tough to not be perceived as fake. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You have to have really good people skills, yeah. um, a good aura about you, and... Um, you know, we've we've taken some some hits this year. There've been some fuck ups at work, and uh, you know, there's definitely some clients that don't trust us in our platform as yeah. much as they used to. But you know, yeah, that's 
just the way it goes. Yeah, that's hard. It is hard. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, I, it's one of the hard things to train in my employees on. They're all young, you yeah. Know? So it's a yeah. much different environment than yours. Like, you know, I'm used to talking to people who are in retail or theaters or right. or stuff like that. Um, and so you're a unique situation, which is kind of cool. I right. like to bring on people that are, have different situations, but like. You know, trying to teach a 17-year-old how to genuinely show empathy Absolutely. when a guest is screaming at them. Right. Because, you know, all that's going through their head is, go f- yourself like I don't get paid enough for this oh absolutely you know where in your situation you know you're a career professional you know to a degree you're probably expected to have to handle some rights in my situation it's the same thing it's like this is my career right I get paid a lot more than my employees do um and I don't have the luxury of being able to just go get my manager either. Right, which you are the manager. I am the manager. <laughs> you are the manager. The pro- now, I, it can escalate beyond me, but right. the sole directive from above is you need to do everything you can not to let these right. situations go above you. Absolutely. And I mean, that's my directive to everybody below me as well. It's like, right. look, you gotta. your goal should be satisfy your customers, Absolutely. delight your customers. You know? Well, and you know, I... I don't always, like, I hate having to get my manager. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, like, I, I'm at that point in my life where, you know, like, I, I care about my job, and yeah. I care about how I'm perceived mm-hmm. at work, and I want to be able to handle it. Sure, well, and I'm you sure know, you don't have so. to do it that often. No, you know, no. It's, you know. Not too often. Yeah, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've let it go past me right you know right. unfortunately it seems like most of them are at the location i'm at now <laughs> <But> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is yeah absolutely so when i when i say karen what image does that evoke um i think of that horrible reality star lady um or the kate the, with the with kid. The, a million kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, John and Kate plus eight was yes. that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. Her with, with that hairstyle. Hair. Yeah. You know, yeah. the super short in mm-hmm. the back. Not pixie that there's cut. anything wrong with that. Is that a like, pixie cut? Is that what that's called? Well, it's like, you know, super short in the back mm-hmm. and then like really long in the front. It's like a reverse like mullet? Of, yes, yeah. it's a reverse mullet. For a woman? And it's like usually spiked. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, anyone who's listening <laughs> to Did you see the Facebook <laughs> post this morning about, uh, Ashley shared it with me. Um... Where it was like, hey, where mm-hmm. somebody was like, I wonder mm-hmm. if the Karens out there, yes, you know, I like, hate this that. meme, and then yes. a Karen was like, I absolutely right. hate it, and yeah. I do feel terrible. But look, I didn't right. create this meme. I know. It is I know. what it is. It you is. know, I mean, you know, Sharon and Brenda should probably be pissed too, because right. I think all those names can be used inter- interchangeably. Susan, yeah. <laughs> so Karen, <laughs> it just happens to be what mm-hmm. I I uh, gravitate to. Yeah. Um, now, some of these, the your customers that, you know, when, when there are issues that come up, do, do some of them really, like, get worked up? Oh, yeah. Up? There's yeah. this one dude in particular, um, and he'll just call and he'll just scream, scream at us, like, what the fuck? Really? Because we also send him, um... <laughs> Stop. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Rocky just wants to talk. He he wants to get in on this combo. <laughs> um, we we also send out broadcasts like uh, robocalls that mm-hmm. everyone. Oh, likes, thank you for but that. But they're FCC approved, oh. so um, <laughs> they have to be compliant, yeah. or else we don't let them run on our on our platform. But um, 
this one guy, if if something goes wrong with these calls he sends out, he calls us and just lays into you. Lay like take the phone away from your ear, and you could just hear him. Just wow. Yeah. What what would have gone wrong? With, like like from if his perspective. Uh, if it, the call didn't go out exactly when he wanted it to. So this is for or, like a business he owns. Yes. Or, okay, yeah. Like okay. he has a He's trying to market. his yeah his he has a telecommunications business. Um, you know where uh, I don't want to bore everybody, but um, <laughs> you know, like if if John Smith was holding a town hall on Tuesday, mm-hmm. the you know, 28th at 7 p.m., he would send a recording to us that we would have to approve mm-hmm. to make sure it's compliant with the FCC. FCC. Okay. Um, and then it would dial at a certain time okay. to all those so phone a scheduled numbers. call goes yeah, out. Yeah, so a scheduled okay. call goes okay. out. And he, has a, he provides us with a list of, you know, people that he wants the call to go to. So, you know, and there are various factors like... Um, different carriers get overloaded with calls and calls don't go through mm-hmm. and then he wants to know why and you know like why did why were some of the calls uh, you know busy signals and stuff how does he even like, know because there he, analytics? yeah there's like analytics okay. and okay. he gets the analytics huh. so yeah which just never occurred to me especially I guess in a scenario I mean look I take you know, business very seriously. Right, like I've right. owned my own business before and I work for, you know, I'm uh, in a decent position within my own company. Sure. I take all that stuff very seriously. But at the same time, like shit goes wrong. Yeah. Shit goes wrong. You know, shit all happens. The time. And to, to lose your mind about something like that and go off on another human yeah. being like that just never occurs. Well, I say never. And I just told a story from a while back, well, but, but I, I have to say well, he's this, a grown ass man. Yeah. He's a grown ass man. He's probably like in his fifties and he's had two heart attacks. Oof. Well, so, that's I mean, yeah, yeah, this guy's just like, bro needs to a, meditate. Yes. Yeah. Bro yeah. needs some. So living in Colorado. Maybe he should no, take up on some of the Canadian. Oh, so. he's Canadian and he's an asshole. How is that even possible? <laughs> I thought the Canadians were nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he's done this more than once. He doesn't all the all time. time. So is all anybody like you or your manager, at what point does someone say, look, bro, like you can't keep talking to us this way. We, right. we value you as a customer, blah, blah, blah. So um, a couple of us have different ways of handling it. Um, I have been blessed to have never spoke, had to speak to this Good man ever. Yeah. And you I can probably hear him though. <laughs> yes. Oh, I hear him. Um, but you know, my, my, um, one one of the gals I work with, she just holds the phone away from her ear and just lets him finish, and then you know I'll be like, "All right, we'll we'll um, you know try to uh, we'll get on it. Yeah, we'll get on it. We'll try to figure out what what happened. Yeah. You know, we'll be in touch soon. And then my the full manager of our group, she'll she'll kind of talk to you know, get them to calm down and then, um, try to explain things. Mm. 
very childlike mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, like he's a fourth grader. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and then he'll... No offense to the fourth graders right. out there. No, no yeah. offense to the fourth graders. <laughs> he's in fourth grade. So. Oh, okay. You, you escaped. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then he'll... he'll he always realizes mm. that he freaks so he the levels fuck out, out. Yeah. yeah but it doesn't stop him from doing it again it's interesting so i guess you know if you get used to a person like that yeah you can just be like okay yeah 30 seconds from now it's gonna exactly. this will be over exactly i wonder if like somebody should say something to him one day and be like hey man um right. we need, love you so you gotta like calm down you need to calm down you know, let's go yeah. out for a beer. exactly <laughs> oh, exactly yeah that's unfortunate yeah um when you when you deal with one of those really difficult ones, like what kind of internal reaction do you have? You know, like how do you feel when you're going through that kind of stuff? Somebody's yelling at you. Well, you know that's a good question. I I think it's just common nature to feel attacked. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, even if it has nothing, nothing to do to with do you, you yeah. or you couldn't give a shit about why they're upset. Um, you know, it's I think that's just probably where I go first but then I you know I have to de-escalate myself from mm-hmm. getting worked up and getting offended because mm-hmm. you, you know, feel like your blood pressure raised oh, yeah. and stuff like that oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I turn like red and stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting because you know I train my people all the time on you know don't ever take it personally right. take it seriously right. and that's rich coming from me because yeah. I take it personally oh, I totally. try not to yeah you try not to I did a whole episode <clears throat> that is just me talking about like the anxiety associated yes. with it and things like that. And it's, it's a little embarrassing to talk about, but I think right. a lot of people might be able to relate to it because you know, whether when I was younger, it would manifest in anger. Oh yeah. You know, cause I'd yeah. want to like you know, punch him in the throat. Right. I didn't. But, right. Um, but then, you know, as years went on and my, you know, I got control of my anger issues and things like that. I right. calmed a lot. I calmed down a lot, but then now it manifests itself in sort of an anxiety yep. situation or my blood pressure races. I have to like go walk around the building. Right. Right. Um, breathe. I do like breathing, breathing. exercises, yeah. things like that. Well, I got to say the, the older I get, the more I realize that most stuff people get angry with, you know, to me or mm-hmm. whatever, it I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's their it's their issue. Yeah. And so um, I do work with younger younger people and I see, you know, like at work if if um, you know, they get put in this situation or, you know, just internally if if maybe somebody we work with is having a bad day and maybe not as nice you know they get so um hurt mm. about it and i'm like you know what it really has nothing to do with you and yeah. don't don't get upset about it because yeah. it's not worth it's so tough to to know that in the moment right i, think. I know you know i know and and i tr- i really do try to give consideration to there, like you kind of touched on, there's a myriad of issues that could be happening to this person right. outside of Absolutely. this situation. And, and really this situation is kind of what pushed them over the edge a little exactly. bit or exactly. contributed to it at least. Right. Um, you know, like uh, this one company I worked for, they, sh- they used to have this great video. I don't know if they still show it to their people where they'll show, I think there was like four or five different customers um, coming to see a movie that ran into an issue mm-hmm. while they were seeing the movie and then they you know they want to talk to a manager and right. they flip out and stuff right. but then what it'll do is it rewinds you know back to 
an hour before, the day before, whatever, right. and what was going on in that person's world. Like right. one woman was, she had, she came to the movies because she just got done at the courthouse finalizing her divorce. Uh, yeah. You know, and then she comes in to see a movie and things don't go well. And now she's just livid, you know. But it's right. really all her own internal stuff. Right. And everybody's Absolutely. got their bullshit. Everybody's know? got their bullshit. And I've actually found that when people do freak out, if you even just say, hey, I'm really sorry that you're feeling, you know, so upset. Mm-hmm right now you know and just like trying to understand or acknowledge that they're having these feelings you know they can they can calm down yeah, a little absolutely bit. so I, I try to listen as yes, much listen. as i can you right. know so <clears throat> the the one thing i really try to do when i walk out when i know i'm walking into a situation like i get called out to come talk to somebody right. i'm trying to i try to like internally prep myself as i'm going out there so right. i do put a big stupid smile on my face yes, and yep. then as i walk up i smile as i walk up i introduce myself and i try to keep my voice really light right you know hey how are you today yes. my name's christopher yeah. i understand there was a concern right. you know and that kind of thing i try to keep my body open yeah. you know because you know try not to there's all these different body language tricks and things that you have to remember and like where i am at least from my perspective people seem to be uh sensitive yeah is a good word for it i guess yes. um and and i guess sensitive with respect to to tonality to body language to the choice of words, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And it takes very, very little for someone to suddenly perceive you as being rude. Right, right. And one of the things that we run into uh, in my industry all the time is if, let's say they you know, dealt with an employee about something and that employee didn't resolve their concern. Uh, did you have something to say about this, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't resolve the concern, then it gets escalated. Like they'll email into the corporate office sure. or whatever. And then it becomes less about that situation and more about how the employee was quote unquote rude. Right. And right. it was really, the employee wasn't rude. They just told you something you didn't really want to hear. Exactly. And that's the, that's the tough part too. Well, I resonate with you, um, you know, saying that you, like when you know you're going to get into that situation, putting a smile on your face and being open and friendly because we usually, I would say 90% of the time our communication is through email sure, with yeah. these clients. So um, a, a new girl started like a couple weeks ago and, you know, I'm just full of it. But I told her, I was like, just when you get these tickets, just put a smile on your face and be like, oh, it's so, thank you for reaching out. Well, in your reaching head, you're out. saying, Such a corporate fuck term. off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yourself. so glad you reached out to God, us today. It is so great to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, I'm glad to have this opportunity <sighs> because in knowing this, in your communication, that has allowed us to realize and learn right. from this situation. Right. So that we can be better. Yes, we can absolutely. be better. Yeah. We'll improve. You know, I mean, I make fun of it, but I, like, look, what else are we supposed to do, too? Because, yeah. you know, like, I, I'll, I'm self conscious of it when I train my people because I know I'm telling them stuff that I don't always feel. Oh, sure. You know, but sure. what else am I going to tell yeah, them? Yeah, what It's what not else like I can be like, eh, ah, tell them to fuck themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I know my boss feels the same way. Like, look, right. I, I've known my boss for a really long time and he's a great, great guy. Yeah. He is really, really good yeah. at the customer service stuff. He has sure. that um, ability to just let stuff slide off of yes. him. He's yes. really, really, I'm so envious of it because I don't have that. Right. And, uh, 
he's had to deal with a couple of things from my location that have escalated and and I've talked to him about it a lot I'm like bro I just get it I don't know what my problem is. Right, he's like, right. you gotta stop stressing so much. And it's like, well, that's so easy to it's say. It's easier said than done. You know, but he yeah. even has expressed, like, I mean, look, they're being yeah. unreasonable. They're being, right. like, he dealt with a guy not too long ago that had literally threatened me. Oh, like, God. me and one of my assistant managers, he was an older guy, and he was like, we're talking to him about the situation, and then he's like, well, I'm a... I'm a high-level belt in kung fu or whatever. And I told him, Ooh. I was like, well, I'm a black belt in martial arts. He's in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about yeah. here? Are we sharing stories? Right. Are you right. threatening me? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? He's like, I just take out your knees. And it's like, oh, man. So then, you know, I thought we de-escalated the city. Like, by the end of the conversation, he was laughing. I'm laughing. He's right. walking back to his movie. We thought everything was good. He calls my boss, like, the I don't know, a couple days later. So my boss is calling me. And he's like, oh, yeah, he told me I need to fire you. And I'm like, what? Thankfully, oh, I have a great boss. You know, right. he just takes that stuff with a grain of salt. Man, but people are nuts. It really, yeah. I mean, people it's just, just unfortunate. Because as much as I, I tried to give thought to like what might be going on in someone else's world, sometimes right. there just isn't. Yeah. Sometimes people are just assholes. Absolutely, and you know, there's, there's that saying: "There's no excuse to yeah. be an asshole to people." You no, know? there really isn't. So. Um, before the job that you have now, have you worked in customer service before? Oh, God. Let me think. Yeah, I guess I did when I was in high school and college. Yeah. I worked at Express. Ooh, retail. Yeah. Okay. So you had to have some moments and there, too. Yeah, I was a really naive and stupid kid. So I just kind of, yeah, I don't really remember. <laughs> A lot, but um. Did you work uh, at the Oak Park Mall? No, I worked at Town Center. Ooh, Lottie Dot. Lottie Daddy Dot. That's honestly, those are where some of the worst people are. No oh, offense God. to my our hometown, but no. you know, sometimes <laughs> it's the truth hurts, <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then I, I worked at a store in Lawrence when I was going you to went KU. To college. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like just a it was a little hippie store that sold gotcha. like incense and shit. Oh so. well, everybody there is probably cool. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you think over the years it's probably tough to gauge because um, so much time in between, but do you think that uh, people have gotten worse or better or like how do you what do you think that oh I definitely think people are worse yeah. I mean I know I I know every generation has these said kids this. today yeah. kids today <laughs> but um I just feel like people expect or they think they're owed um everything mm-hmm. you know what I mean and if they don't get their way then they they get pissed and um you know i know not everyone's like that but yeah. i just what do you think that's stemming from where do you think that's coming from maybe instant gratification that we have now like with our s- cell phones and information and, and, Google and yeah, yeah everything can be um amazon yep yeah. you can buy everything's disposable yeah, yeah. and affordable mm-hmm. you know so yeah so when they don't get it Right then and there. Right, yeah. exactly. That's been a pretty common theme. Every single person that's come on has, really? has said that exact same thing, oh, that they feel like it's gotten worse, and they feel like it's due to entitlement. Or yes, being it's owed entitlement, or, or whatever. For sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I think entitlements become a huge issue in society. Absolutely. Well, a lot of people attribute it to the, you know, everybody bashes on the millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I have my own thoughts about, about that generation, I guess. But I really think there's a small segment of millennials that really give millennials a bad name. It just right. as there's oh, a absolutely. segment of boomers that right. give boomers a bad name. Exactly. Gen X, we're off the hook, it seems. <laughs> we're for the now. best. I, I give it five years and <laughs> yeah, somehow totally. they're going to find something on us. But, exactly. Um, but... I, I don't think it's it's uh, re- relegated to one generation. I think that there's people at all age groups that oh, have this sense of entitlement, right. and it's it's super unfortunate because it's like, well, look. On one hand, yeah, we we have been able to expect that we get things much faster and right. um, and cheaper and things like that, but people still need to remember, especially when you're whether you're at a restaurant or even in your business where things just go wrong. Yeah, things you know, just Technology go wrong. is great when it works, yeah. but shit happens. I, I also feel, not to go on a rant, but... Go um, ahead. That's what this is for. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like kids nowadays, like, they're not taught to be... You're getting some side-eye from your kid. <laughs> they're, like, never bored. Like, mm-hmm. they always have to be doing something. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid, you know, like, my mom's doing the laundry or whatever and it's like oh i'm bored it's like too bad find something to do or else i'll give you something to do that's right you know and but oh i don't have anything to do i'm gonna play on my phone or (laughs) watch tv or something like kids are always in something Mm -hmm. it seems like they have to be in something and then when there's nothing to do or they're not stimulated then they don't know what to do yeah yeah, so, they can't. They have. Uh, they've lost the ability to be creative and yeah, teach themselves yeah. how to. And I'm, and I'm not saying everybody, right. uh, but a lot of she's them. Perfect. Yeah, she's perfect. Uh, so are my kids. <laughs> no, uh, I, I remember. <coughs> excuse me. Being forced to go play outside. Yes. During yeah. the summer, you know, like my my ex stepmother would essentially kick me outside and lock the door. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're not allowed to come back in for the rest of the day. Right. What if I need water? Drink out of the hose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like a product of growing up in the 80s. <laughs> right. You know, Absolutely. it's like, as long as you're home before dark. Absolutely. That you know. street light comes on. That's right. That's when you gotta come that's home. That's right. You hear so. your mom screaming at right. you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do agree. I think that, you know, they're, they're not used to having to figure things out right, and, and, right. and do things for themselves a little yeah. bit. So, um, and what's crazy is that it's transitioned over to adults too, mm-hmm. you know, but now, you know, we're seeing the, the generation that's growing up with technology, they're starting to become adults. Right. I mean, my oldest is 20 and I mean, the internet's been here his whole life. Right. You know, iPads have been here his pretty much his whole life, yeah. you know, yeah. stuff like that. I mean, you know, I'm watching your daughter. She's got a phone. She's yeah, not she's bored. If yeah. if this was 15 years ago and that was my kid, my kid be like, I am bored. Like, right. are you almost yeah. done with are this dumbass podcast <laughs> totally, thing? Why'd totally. you bring me with you? But instead, she gets to watch a movie or whatever she's doing. Over I know, there. I know. 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 Well, and I feel like also that's transitioning these adults that have always had this um, stimulation electronics um they're not as dedicated to like when they do get a job mm-hmm. they just oh i don't like this job so yeah. i'm gonna leave yeah yeah so like nobody like people the door is always open and closing at my at my work yeah and so. you know people uh <clears throat> the younger generation is actually being taught to do that yeah like i'll see articles from whether it's linkedin or forbes or any of those 
um, that's literally talking about it's a good idea to change jobs like every two or three years because you're going to end up making more money in the long run mm-hmm. because you can leverage what you were making into a new position with sure. a new company. And so they're just being taught there's no and, – and, you know, everybody's being told, well, your company's not loyal to you, so why should you be loyal to right, them? Right, and, and there may or may not be truth to that. It, it varies, I'm sure, from industry to industry or company to company or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I think they're just – that's the mindset now. I just guess I come from the old school. Like, I mean, it. if I have a job, like, I want to stay and be good at it mm-hmm. and make these connections. And I don't want to be looking for the next thing. Yeah, and tr- starting over is rough. Yeah, starting over is rough. Yeah, it's not a good time. No. And I have the memory of a goldfish, so trying to relearn something right. or learn something new or whatever right. is it can be challenging yes. for me because it's like... Oh, I'm 45 years old. Like, for real. <laughs> I'm losing my marbles a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I feel that. Yeah. Any other uh, like really rough customer experiences you've been <clears throat> in that you can think of? Oh man, I'm sure if I thought, I'll probably drive away from here and be like, like son oh, of a bitch. I should have told him about that. Um, any that you've like witnessed? Have you ever been in public, like whether it's like at an old navy or, or movie theater or a restaurant? Have you ever like witnessed a situation? Oh yeah, you know, like at the grocery store. So I live in um, Highlands Ranch, which is La-dee-da. just like Leewood. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a mountain view there, yeah. um, and it's more expensive. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's really well. You know, it's funny because when Jason and I bought our house down there. It, we bought it for nothing. Mm. It's like doubled. Wow. Yeah. Good for so, you. Like, woo. Yeah. Um, at any rate, there are some snobby, snobby people down there. Um, and I see it a lot at the grocery store. Like mm-hmm. with the, I, I try to be one of those people that treats everyone the same. Yeah. Whether they're a grocery store employee or a CEO or whatever. Yeah. Um, Speaks to your character. Well, thank you. You bet. Um, but yeah, I, I see a lot of people just real condescending mm-hmm. and um, I'm better than you. you it's know? unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And it makes me sad for them. Like, how did you get there? Like, how did this... How did it come to this? Yeah, how did it come to this? Like, yeah. what happened in your life to make you like this mm-hmm. you know was it your parents is it your entitlement mm-hmm. are you just you, unhappy is it, are you just unhappy yeah. do you hate your life mm-hmm. you know like what's what's the deal and i think that's the worst like people who are unhappy with themselves or in their life that turn around and take it out on other people right. are just the worst oh they're the worst because like look we all have shit that goes wrong in our lives yeah. you know and bullshit that we have to deal with or whatever right. some more than others but to turn around I mean I've been through some shit man yeah. but I've never I don't ever take it out on someone else no I can't say no. I've never when I was younger right. I did well, sure. but I've learned over the years and being in customer service certainly helps me remember mm-hmm. that um, and honestly I think that anybody who hasn't worked in customer service should Right. At least for six months, maybe go right. be a server somewhere, or, you know, work at an old Navy or whatever it is, but and just have to experience what it's like and get the other side of it. Yeah. You know, work a Black Friday exactly. in retail or something at a Best Buy, it's a shit show, you know, Walmart or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's a total shit show. Like Walmart's probably the worst because 
either you get the ends of the spectrums are the the worst people to deal with so oh, the socio on the socioeconomic scale yes, like yeah. dealing with the discount minded you know poor right, i guess right. you know that might be visiting walmart or the ceos or whatever on the other end of the spectrum those two segments are the rake like they're just the worst to deal with oh absolutely yeah and it's crazy the people that like the discount minded folks uh, and how amped up they can get and it's like you know like people who come in on a discount day right. to see a movie and it's and they're yelling and screaming it's like you know you only paid like you know a quarter of what you would normally pay to get in I don't exactly. know why you're so upset you exactly. know? Um, or like when people are getting something for free mm-hmm. those are some of the worst like oh, they yeah. got something for free and then they're still not happy and it's like you, you really need an STFU right yeah. now yeah <laughs> so, absolutely yeah, yeah it's it's Working with the people, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm envious because of you because you uh, you do have the benefit of of not having to necessarily interact with them in person all the time, and so that you is a wonderful thing. Compose yourself a little bit yes, more. Yeah, I would definitely think about. Yeah, I definitely have time to think of what I'm gonna say. Um, I hate it when my phone rings at, at my mm. office. I'm like, oh god, you know. Who the hell's calling me? <laughs> Who the fuck's calling me, and what am I gonna say? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, it's, I'm hidden behind a computer screen, you know, so they don't. Yeah. They don't know who I am, and I'm just typing and thinking it through. So. Yeah, the really rough ones I get. It's nice. It's not nice, but it's nice that they they'll usually come in through an email, right. and then I yeah I just I have time to really think. I'm a much better writer than I am a speaker, which is ironic considering I'm hosting a podcast. Oh, but I didn't say that uh, you're you're, uh, doing, you're great. Thank you're great. you. Uh, so, but I had that time to really draft something good. I had yeah. I had the ability to go pull someone into my office, say, hey, will you look this over? Make sure I a don't sound like an asshat, and right. b make sure I'm not saying something to them that's going to to really escalate or exacerbate the issue, Absolutely. you know, or something like that. Yeah. And so that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, or when it gets, you know, they respond, you know, but then I have time to like walk around, breathe, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. But exactly. when that's, when it's that stuff that's like in the moment, right. that's when for the first like 30 seconds, it's a little rough for me. I, I think that probably most people are like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, Generally speaking, I would say most people are like that, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why I kind of just, you know, devised this podcast was because I want to reach out to those people yeah. and allow them to, to relate. And I don't mind hearing. I don't want to feel alone in that right, shit. I mean, it makes right. me, yeah. not that I want other people to necessarily have to go through that stuff. Sure, but, but I mean, that's just the way yeah. it is now. Misery loves yeah. company, I exactly. guess. Exactly. <laughs> nice to be able to talk about this shit. It is. You it know? Is. All yeah. right. Well, with that said, we're up. Uh, just came up on an hour, oh, so time well, flies. Thank we're you fun. so yeah. much for inviting me. Absolutely, and uh, this was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Okay. So till next time, everybody. We will uh, see you later. Bye. That's the podcast, folks. Please visit krpodcast.com. That's k-i-a-r podcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. New episodes are going to be posted weekly on krpodcast.com, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. The views and opinions on this podcast are solely that of the guests and hosts and are not representative of any other organizations or individuals. 
If you or someone you know are interested in being a guest on Karen Isn't Always Right, please give us a visit at kiarpodcast.com and submit your interest on the Contact Us page as we'd love to have you. Thanks for joining us on Karen Isn't Always Right, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>